0: started going down department stores, literally looking at who are all the brands that they carry and how many of those brands are designers of color and realized that less than
1: 1% at the time were designers of color. And I was like, okay, this is it. I have to at least try to be a part of the solution. Hello everyone and welcome back to You Have to Wear Something. I'm still here, Nicole Briggs, hosting the show. It's been a while juggling multiple projects lately, but we have um, a lovely guest again. You know him, but if you don't, his name is Quentin Roper-Servant, tuning in from New York City. How are you doing, Quentin?
0: I'm fantastic, how are you?
1: I'm glad you're fantastic I'm good because there's no rain I'm in sunny LA, it was a little chilly chilly I'm about to be in LA Oh, excellent, because chilly for us is 60 Um, So, fake chilly fake fake winter, but so much has happened since the last time you and I connected um, such as it's Black History Month, happy Black History Month Happy
0: Black History Month
1: (laughs) The shortest month of the year but but it used to be black history week so this is progress is it progress i never know anymore in america um are you a valentine's day person no neither am i so on to the next um (laughs) (laughs) every day is valentine's day okay
0: exactly if you love it's yourself
1: every day every day wait chocolate
0: everything. just for the 14th get out of here i want roses and flowers every day
1: every day this is what we do this is we're about that life right Quentin? Right. right. exactly bring the eucalyptus every day um and i just want to say rest in power we're losing so many fashion greats and we're losing a lot of people in general like betty white and everything but um, rest in peace Thierry Mugler. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like he went out with a bang in his final chapter. And you know, Cardi B said that uh, he was one of the first major designers to take uh, a chance with her when a lot mm-hmm. of people didn't didn't believe in her. So um, she knew that she wanted to dress kind of edgy, avant-garde, and he was definitely a go-to for that. So um, may his legacy live on. Okay, mm-hmm. um, au revoir. Uh, <laughs> love our French couture designers. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're probably late to the game because we've been busy, busy. But just like that has just wrapped. Uh, I've finally seen every episode with my busy schedule. Quentin, did you watch the documentary?
0: No, I'm not watching that.
1: All right, so I- let me <laughs> stop
0: playing. I watched. I watched it. I'm just being. <laughs>
1: Of C H. I'm just being.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm a cancer. I'm in a mood. I'm sorry. Let me. Cancer I just mood. really I can't. did cancer not mood. like this show. A cancer I can't. Just...
1: I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna deal with what was working, what was not working, and what they need to change because it was problematic. I can say with full confidence, being a huge fan of the whole universe of sex in the city so i was very invested wait
0: wait 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 you you the whole universe so you read the carrie diaries and watched the teenage version
1: uh, i did not watch that teenage version i did read four blondes uh the original Candish uh bushnell book way back in the 90s this is like ancient history um a lot has changed since then and by the way Mr. in the book was an asshole and she left him immediately, so I don't know uh, why Michael Patrick King Mm -hmm. I know
0: why, I know why, we'll get into that Mm -hmm.
1: okay so yes, was it problematic? yes, am I going to keep watching? yes, why? because you and I are in different places we're different people I have a uterus inside of me Um, I am reaching the middle of my life chapter Ah, uh, those ladies are a little bit ahead of me in the show, so it's like it's nice to kind of see. Okay, them tackle what
0: not to do, what not to do, what you don't want your life to be. Yep, <laughs> yep.
1: Oh, you don't, you don't, you don't want Charlotte's life.
0: <laughs> uh, you know what? I want Samantha's life.
1: In London, doing her I thing. Want-
0: yes, put me in London. Get me away from these basics
1: you thought it was basic. I, I really think that, um, I don't know, after watching the documentary too, which is similar to so when I watched the documentary for Insecure, um, it really kind of tied it off, tied the series off for me because this is a major, like, Sex and the City is like a fashion Star Wars for me, you know? Um, it can, It's just a saga, you know, that goes on and on and on, and the fact that they've been able to bring back the same characters, minus Samantha, um, and we respect her wishes, uh, Kim Cattrall, we still love her, um, is great, is great, and I love it, and, and, and I think that, you know, because they've taken so long to diversify the show, right, um, they're gonna run into problems, because it's a white show. Trying to incorporate people of color, trying to incorporate the LGBTQ community in the final hour. This was not being done, um, you know, when a show originally aired. So I think that a lot of the problems come out of this retroactive intention and attention on people who check the other box. You know, if that makes sense.
0: Oh. Um, I I just don't understand this. I I don't know that the show needed to be more diverse than what it already was. It like, was diverse. I I don't understand how it was not that, like there were black characters on the original show. There were gay characters on the show. I just I don't understand this.
1: Um. Well, the problem with black characters in just general... oh. Characters of color in general is they're usually peripheral characters. So I think the major change is. I think the. No, I think
0: that the my my argument is that the the people of color on the show now are still peripheral. Like I don't think that they're main. They didn't they didn't rise to the occasion of main characters.
1: Like, in the past, of Sex in the City, they had uh, Samantha sleep with that black man, and we never saw him again. That was right.
0: that Right. Right, but, like, it's, it's a show about a group of white women. Like, it's, I thought that that was a fair, realistic, like, take on how New York was during that time period. Like, these women were, like, in high-powered, like, high society, like, like, they were of I don't, New York. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I, like, I just don't understand this, like, it's I just think not if it realistic.
1: was in, I think if the show was based in Columbus, Ohio, that would make sense. New York in the '90s, black people had money then too.
0: I you get know, it, but I get you what, what you're saying. But listen, like, I get what you're saying. But a group of white women, okay, during that time period, they're gonna be in the Bronx salsa dancing. They're gonna be like, like we like. I felt like it was a fair uh assessment of white women in new york like it was a show about four white women like i i i don't know why we're not i feel like i'm I, taking this out on you it's not my intentions i'm just i'm just very because you are hollering
1: at me you are hollering sorry, at me. sorry i'm just so, very
0: passionate about this and, as someone that's lived in new york for and 12 I years hear some
1: chips are those chips in the background
0: <laughs> no i don't eat chips
1: <laughs> i eat chips i admit to eating chips i love me some chips What I'm saying is New York City. New York mm -hmm. City. I was in New York City in the '90s. Right.
0: But were you hanging out with white people? Like, what were you doing? I was
1: hanging out with everything. I think that's the point. In New York, you hang out with everything.
0: I know, but these these women did not. That's the. There's people in New York that do not. They're not engaged with the the culture like that. Like, I and I feel, think like, it's
1: hard to be in New York and avoid people of color. They're just in your world at work. They are just they're the maybe the barista down the street. They're right. In your, people of color are in your world in New York, and it was just... Right. This white. It was just an absence in the original.
0: I like, I disagree. I just disagree. I'm it sorry. was
1: just weird. It was weird. Like, where are? the people of color, you're in New York City. Um, So that was weird, but I'm I'm glad that they were more centered. The execution, of course, is flawed. Um, I was having a conversation with some women. Let me ask you this. Do you think that Kristen Davis is a bad actress? Charlotte. Uh,
0: uh, She messed up her face.
1: What do you mean? You think she got work done?
0: She can't move her face, so her- no, this isn't- Nicole, this isn't me trying to be, like, bitchy, I'm actually trying to be, Oh, you're like, not?
1: This is just how you really are?
0: <laughs> well, I'm, uh, I work in this field, so I feel like I, I can take liberty with what I'm saying, but she- her original character always had, like, these funny facial expressions, she was always overwhelmed with, like, the sex and stuff like that. She can't play that character anymore because she can't move her face.
1: That's very specific, I'll allow she,
0: it. She, um... um no! Look, look at old episodes of how she reacts to things, and then try to look at how she tries to do it. Now, she cannot move her face. So...
1: Take another look, because I hear that there is a second season coming. But, to deal with the finale...
0: Why?! Why are they doing a second se- Oh, God! <laughs>
1: I just think that we're different generations I think you and I are just different generations I and, and, is, and I think I think that the final episode really cleaned up some things although it's still a stretch that Charlotte would just meet someone and, and I mean Charlotte excuse me Miranda I think it's difficult to think of Miranda like dropping an internship that was difficult for her to get and just move to LA. What I recall from the past, Miranda does not like LA, and it doesn't seem like her and Che have been together long enough, but uh, you know, this is all a concern for me, and then they were going to do a spin-off show for Che, but I guess it got cancelled. I guess she's toxic on set, so I mean, all of this is hearsay. I think that was a
0: joke. I think that was a joke. I think that was
1: a joke. You think it was? Because okay, okay. The headline (laughs) was
0: about the the headline was about the character, not about the actress.
1: Got you, got you, got you, got you. Okay. Um,
0: <laughs> you were like, "Is this real?"
1: <laughs> I'm like, "Is this real?" I was like, "I, I can't." You tell never know.
0: Anymore. You never I, you know. I can't tell
1: anymore. It's news
0: no- is not news.
1: We live in troll city. Like there I are know. troll farms. There are troll farms overseas. Troll you know, factories. Troll factories, right? Like. Um, Messing up Megan Marco's life, you know. The intention. <laughs> my whole thing is, who is paying these people? Like, who pays for the Russia? Insurance?
0: Russia? Russia?
1: But what? What? What do you? What are they getting out of it? Just dismantling what we got going on over here?
0: They I are mean, trying to. Yes, and it's working. It's working. We're losing the Cold War.
1: So bizarre. Um, it never
0: ended. We thought it we, we thought we got to the moon. We won. No. It no. Putin is pissed off that we got to the moon first. That's what this is all about. So
1: Um I I thought it was weird, the Zayn Mitzvah, but I enjoyed the rabbi. Um I think that she needs her own show. That was really interesting to me. Um and then the Ben Lee's character, I hope that I'm saying that right, Ben Lee, he's marrying a black woman, um, and she got married in um, a black designer. That yellow outfit was really killer. I didn't like that they said, you know, whatever picture uh, looks best on Instagram, that was kind of cringe. I think they're trying so hard to, like, be up to date with that type of stuff but I did like that they incorporated actually quite a bit this time around again like that was missing from the original and Miranda going back to her red hair I thought that was a really cute moment with her son because I was trying to figure out what her son really felt about all this because usually kids whether they're grown or not are not happy about their parents breaking up Um, it's sad that Steve is never going to take off his wedding ring and I, I thought that that guy that produces the podcast was hot this whole time.
0: Hot as fuck, baby. Please. Can I, can I, can I, I know I work here, but can I, I'll just do another internship. Please.
1: He was really cute, and I was wondering if they were gonna, I don't know, they kind of like, it made it seem like they were gonna get together earlier. But. He looks,
0: he looks like he smells good. He looks
1: cute. He's so cute and so much better than that teacher. Um, I was hoping that I'm like, please don't force this her dating this teacher. Please don't force it.
0: That's not her type.
1: Not her type at all. But this guy's so cute and I love that they just had a moment. I couldn't tell if it was like they just were vibing or they've been sleeping together. That's not clear. But I think she just caught a vibe in the elevator because she's healing slowly. But I mean... The ensemble, the French moment, the dumping the ashes—that was, that was really a inc- that that dress, couture Valentino. That was like a moment. That was a moment. Some people were complaining about the gloves, but you know, I wear gloves because of the pandemic. So I was I was <laughs> I, th- I thought that was accurate for somebody who doesn't like the touch stuff. And I and I I re- that resonated with me. Hmm. So the dress was beautiful. And, yeah, they're coming back. So now you can let us know, Quentin, mm-hmm. why there should not be a second season of Just Like That.
0: Um, they took something that was so well thought of by... Um, darren starr and candace bushnell and they've turned it into something else like i don't recognize this mutation um i you know one of the redeeming qualities is that the show is fashion forward so it's nice to be able to look at the show um and see the looks and see like what their interpretation of things are but if you weren't already like a a a huge fan of Carrie Bradshaw, there wouldn't be much reason to, like, pay attention to the show in my opinion, because it just it's not it's not It this is like it's like, you could tell that this is from the perspective of an old gay dude with the influence of high-powered actresses um this is and a situation why, and why
1: is it significant that he's an old gay dude
0: because i because uh, as someone that understands how things are marketed to people it just felt too to me it just felt too everything just felt too forced instead of letting it naturally breathe and letting it like like, it was just... It, everything was like a gimmick. It, like, it just felt like a commercial. Like, the the, the, the the writing was so lazy. Like, you know, Carrie has all these funny puns. Where, where were they? Um, also, what they did to Miranda's character is just so sad. Like, it... I don't know. I, I just, you know, I feel like the original show gave a lot of people hope... And this was just a bunch of nope.
1: Do you think the audience um, is people who watched it originally or a combination of people who watched it and who are just curious and people who did originally watch it? Like, do you think that the point of this is to get new fans? I don't think so. I think this is more. No,
0: this was supposed to be a continuation, like a re. Like, it was supposed to be a reimagining, like a new world. Like, this take. You know, like, like, it was supposed to be for the fans, and this wasn't made for the. Like, it. Uh, it they just really. It, it's like. You can't really convince people... You can't use this to convince people that shows... Like, this was a bad example of diversifying a show. Like, it was just, like, just adding shit in. Like, why did we need so many additional characters added? Like, it's eight... It's seven women. Just add two. Just replace the method with two women. It just, and then the what, how they evolved the character. I just hate how they evolved the characters. I hate what they did to Charlotte. I, I just, this is. I just I, after watching this, I see like I don't think actors should ever be uh, producers on shows. I don't think it's, especially with how Sarah Jessica kind of likes to, you know, work on her characters and that level of thought that she gives the characters. I don't think she should have, like, a uh, producer powers where she's calling shots and making edits to the script and stuff like that. Like, that's that's silly. Like, that's not... Like, she kind of ruined that character with this. Like, it just... It ruined is a
1: really strong word. Ruined. Yeah, and I
0: really mean it. I it, Carrie Bradshaw <laughs> was more than just outfits and Sarah Jessica Parker. Like, Carrie Bradshaw represented someone who was... Uh, hyper curious um, trying to figure it out but also there was like a boldness like why was why does Carrie have her hair pulled back in all these scenes It like she's not a, a class trained ballerina like it's like no where's the like just think about it like you see Carrie she's walking down the street with like the ballet skirt and the big hair it's just like that's the type of you know, Elder, like when you see that woman in her 50s, and her 60s, and her 70s, like, where is that energy? Like, it's just like, they just suck the life out of her.
1: I thought they featured her hair quite a bit. I think her hair being blonde, cause I don't think she wears it blonde, like SJP. I don't think she wears her hair blonde. I think that's specifically for the Carrie Bradshaw character. Um, they featured it quite a bit. And I think like probably SJP feels pretty with her hair pulled back you know you have to deal with the The subtext of ageism that's going on because everyone was like no one wants to see these old broads right so they're also combating that there were were a lot of hats and she did try to incorporate too many hats and I didn't remember Carrie Bradshaw wearing this many hats but I felt like they featured her blonde hair her hair was down a lot i think my favorite character honestly is seema i love seema i love this sarita chowdhury character and i'm excited for nicole ari parker just because i don't think hollywood in general has used nicole ari parker enough at all so she
0: have a spinoff
1: Cause I'm just like I just think that I'm just hoping to get another season just so she could get paid. Like rooting for everybody. Black, she
0: was good. Like she legitimately was funny. Like she literally understood the assignment. Black Charlotte. Like she. And I also don't like like I ugh, I just I it's it's so antiquated how they introduced the characters because there was so much setup. Like season one was a, essentially just setup. And we could have just started the show with Charlotte and LCW already being girlfriends. Like, they, there wasn't a need to, oh, there's this new character, and then there's this new character, and then there's this... Like, no, we can, we're smart, you can, we can just walk in on the scene and understand that, oh, Charlotte has a new friend. Like, they, it, it was like they were steam-fooding, they were they were spoon feeding it <laughs> to, to us like okay oh. don't be afraid of this brown person they're safe everyone's cool like don't don't worry she's not gonna sit on the table yet they're gonna leave the table first then she's gonna sit we're not replacing samantha like what
1: yeah you want more subtlety and nuance and i think that's a a newer a modern thing in the T V that we genuinely love to be a little bit in the dark and confused so that we have something to figure out. I think we like that as an audience when before. The
0: original had that though.
1: It had more nuance and subtlety.
0: Yeah, there was like things to like figure out. Like it was like there was like a there was like a world to discover and you were discovering this world with Carrie and like her like, you know, and also like there was also like this idea of like, does she really have prints or is it all in her head? Like if you rewatch the episodes with that in mind, that also plays out to, like there's like all this stuff you can do in terms of analyzing the original show and you can't do it with this show because it's not really written it's not written with the same fire as the early one and then also i get the sense that michael patrick king really can just do whatever he wants so it's like he doesn't care if it's bad because he's going to tell you it's good like if you listen to his podcast about how he's writing and stuff like that like he talks about himself as if he's a genius everyone talks about him as if he's a genius the show sucks
1: show sucks okay (laughs) i got i think i got that you drove it home
0: Uh well it's just like (laughs) this was such an easy win nicole like it just needed good writing it just needed good writing i think this just boils down to writing for me just writing i feel like you could have kept everything kept the actresses keep the fashion keep the same story if you need it I really feel like the writing was so bad that it just, like, ruined the whole thing for me. Like, the dialogue between the characters just did not make sense to me.
1: Well, I love me some Lisa Todd Wetzley as well, um, LTW. And do they have an opportunity with the second season of Just Like That? Do they- are there in any-
0: yeah. Is it confirmed?
1: i think it's gonna be a season two
0: so you don't know like i thought you were confirming like you saw like a press release that said this was getting
1: i i thought that it was renewed
0: i i might need i might need uh someone to fact let me
1: i'm looking it up now i'm looking it up here's what's holding up season two renewal i love that y'all have to listen to me research that, but I, I I thought that it was. I thought that it was.
0: Um, well, because it's a major... I mean, it being renewed would be a major situation because they're going to have to do a lot of... make a lot of changes because people are not going to uh, want to sit through more other than to uh, see how it compares to this season to see if they um, made any significant changes. I mean, I do think the show is salvageable, but I don't think that they have any incentive to make any drastic changes if Michael Patrick King thinks he's done a fantastic job at the writing.
1: Um, so, SJP told Variety that they would definitely return for a season two, and that the problem is that um, Cynthia Nixon is also doing The Gilded Age, which I'm actually interested in. am going to watch that. Um, so there is some scheduling conflict and everybody's got a lot going on. But um, if anything, we might have to wait. It might be like an Atlanta situation where it's like every other year you get a season. So let's see what they do. If it's salvageable, let's hope that they salvage it.
0: Or right, let uh, Cynthia Nixon's character stay in L.A. You got seven women.
1: Oh, you're saying... Do you, do you not want to see her in the reboot? Like, do you not want her to come back? Or you... you I...
0: Like, yeah. They need to do something to restore faith in the Sex and the City uh, fan base. I think the fashion was on and poppin', which is why it was worthy of talking about it um, on the podcast. The show is iconic these actresses are very gifted and talented like all of them um like this is a significant american show like it is like i don't think people understand like that's why i'm so passionate about speaking about it like this is what you know if you take a media a modern television class um at a university like they would have to talk about this show you know in terms of like television in the late 90s early 2000s because it was groundbreaking the way that they introduced um topics like this was like the first show that I found out about bisexuality because remember Carrie dated the guy and she wasn't sure like before um that was a plot line on um insecure and then Samantha you know being a lesbian for one uh season and then like there was just like a lot of stuff that they wove in a lot of a lot of um like dating horror stories that got weaved in that was really fun um and so I guess like I kind of viewed the original as a guide because I was watching it in my late teens early 20s and it was like okay so I know what to expect in my 30s so now I'm watching it in my 30s trying to figure out what to expect in my 50s and I'm like no this is a cartoon like this isn't this isn't grabbing me. This doesn't feel real or uh, or as authentic. Like this feels very. It feels mar- It feels like marketing. That's what it felt like. It felt like marketing. So. Well, alright.
1: Yeah, you know, in the in the original, um, Samantha also almost slept with a gay couple. Um, yeah, she did. She got rejected. At- she got she got rejected, exactly. So all of that, yeah, was very interesting to watch, right? In our youth. Um, so okay, I'm glad to hear that it's salvageable because I'm gonna watch it. Because, you know, Nicole oh, Briggs. Nicole Briggs <laughs> is just loyal AF to things she likes or things she believes in. So I think there's something there. Um and I do like a lot of like some of the basically female leadership that's going on letting them produce letting them direct you know I feel like them Cynthia Nixon, yeah Cynthia Nixon directed more than one episode
0: okay first. well if she's going to direct any more episodes
1: <laughs>
0: what she need to do <laughs> She' going to have to like let, uh, let the professionals deal with the character like She cannot have any more um, executive, creative um, power in regards to what her character wears anymore. Like, take that away from her. I did not like how she was dressed this season.
1: Um, You didn't like the way that the Miranda character was dressed? Miranda
0: is my favorite, was my favorite character to look at because sometimes she would dress up, other times she wouldn't. Like, I, I, I just connected to that, so every time she would, you know, Miranda would, especially in the, I think it was the first Texas City movie, when they're walking in Times Square, and she's wearing this bit like, this bright color, and Carrie's wearing, like, I think like a floral print, and they're just walking down the street, like, I love seeing Cynthia Nixon glammed up, like, I think she's so pretty, um, but this Miranda, I don't know her. I don't know this woman. I've never seen this woman. I feel <laughs> sorry for this woman. I don't know I what feel to like tell this woman. season.
1: I will say this just to tie it up this season felt like a lot of loss, like big died, uh that marriage died. You know, so maybe this was like seed planting and then season 2 will be like the buds on the tree, you know, something flowering and blooming for these characters. So, I am I am prepared to give it a chance. It's not as bad as the second Sex in the City movie, which was a mess. It's not as bad the, as that. The
0: second six Sex Sex in the City movie is way more entertaining than this. Way more entertaining. Oh, you
1: like the sec- the second Sex in the City movie is better than the the series.
0: The second Sex in the City movie is better than just like that. Well, you There's you no there. there Samantha and she drops her purse and there's of in the purse and they're yelling at her and she's like telling them to go fuck like that that scene was so fucking funny come on a-
1: okay are we gonna watch it <laughs> we're so sick are we gonna watch the sex in the city I need to watch the second one again because I think i tried can- to forget but about it but Nicole
0: how can you say that anything without Samantha Jones is better
1: <laughs> so you're really missing uh, Kim Cattrall. You're you're missing the Sam Samantha
0: character. Uh, I don't think... I don't, honestly, I don't think the only person that needs to be present for Sex in the City is Sarah Jessica Parker. What they should have done was just center it around Sarah Jessica Parker. Like, if you read the first book, if you read the first book, there's a million fucking characters. So, the fact that Darren Star was able to consolidate all those characters into four people is a major accomplishment but what I think they should have done was just like center it around Carrie and then Carrie just has all these friends and then some of the friends have friends but it shouldn't be so hyper-focused on four people like if Cynthia doesn't want to do it she shouldn't have to do it like if Samantha doesn't want to do it she shouldn't have to do it but like Sarah Jessica Parker has to do it because she's the lead character because that she wants I mean Sarah Jessica Parker wants all eyes on her she takes the show like that like you have to keep in mind that Kim Cattrall was the first person cast for the show. Mm-hmm. And she only agreed to do it because when uh, Sarah Jessica Parker signed on, she felt like it elevated it. So then she was like, okay, this is this just got more interesting. But then it's like, okay, Sarah Jessica Parker is now a producer and she's, you know, not being very nice. You know, she's probably was acting very corporate towards Samantha, like
1: I you know that to- it's just over between great. those two, that I know, but I do think the way that they're portraying Samantha with sending the flowers and in the text messages, I do think um, that it's respectful. I also think it's indicative of what truly happens sometimes when you get older, like you and I have broken up with friends, you know, as we change. And get older, and value systems change and priorities change. So, you know, there's a mourning there too. There's a lot of mourning that we're mourning, like this relationship with Samantha, the husband, the marriage. So, you know, I think the bubbliness of some of the movies and and the past uh, Sex and the City episodes um, is missing, but I think they're sending us up. I think they ended it on a high note, that's all I'm saying.
0: Well, they're also mourning the loss of white supremacy. Apparently,
1: <laughs> happy Black History Month, y'all! <laughs> happy Black History. They were
0: like, "Don't audition unless you're brown. You cannot be in this show." No, nope, we're not. We're not fighting with anyone on this.
1: Got it. Well, uh, what does the rest of the month look like for you? In in living in, actually, New York.
0: Leaving? ASAP. I can't wait. I'm
1: LIVING. At... LIVING. I said LIVING.
0: And I said, you said, what do I have planned for the rest of the month? Living in New York. And I said, leaving. LaGuardia. <laughs> um, JFK. That's what my February looks like.
1: Are you coming to see me?
0: Of course. I
1: mean, duh.
0: I don't want to mean- eat sugar. I don't want to have sugar fish by myself. <laughs>
1: Exactly, it's Tuna Tartare with Lele Time. Hello. Wait,
0: no, wait, we have to go to Nobu, actually. Well, we duh. We'll okay, go.
1: they don't want to hear about our restaurant plans, so <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back with a, we'll come back, we'll come back with some more fashion-adjacent talk. Soon, Maybe we'll do another Black Day when you're here. Because Black History is every day.
0: Did we do Black Day in February? I don't, I, I I don't know. I could tell we were, because the I weather. It, yeah, yeah, I don't know if we did it LA in Because weather. Weather. Queen know. and Slim
1: came out in like a wintry time or fall, winter time. I don't remember when. But mm-hmm. uh, it was around when Queen and Slim came out and I think we saw it and then we did a show about it and then we did, we went to post and Be, my coffee basically we all the did. places yeah basically all the places y'all saw in Insecure like Quentin and I did that a few years back and it was called Black Day and anyway, anyway it was a good episode but we'll, we'll do it again it'll be Black Day 2.0 and we'll share all the wonderful black businesses uh, that we went to uh, in, in a day because it actually is challenging in a day to Commit to only black business. Like there are no black gas stations. I think there are black-owned gas stations. We just don't know what which ones. It's like a
0: it's like a scavenger hunt. Like we were literally like, oh, I want coffee. Okay, we're not going to go to Starbucks. We're not going to go to the usual coffee shops. Like let's go to Google and app and like literally search black-owned coffee shops. Then we went yeah. there, and then it was like, okay, where do we do now? Let's go see some black art. Okay, Google black museum. Uh, oh, there's an exhibit. Let's go. Like Cam. it's so well, easy. Well, there's always an
1: exhibit at Cam. But next time you come, I want to go to Band Devices. There's this new gallery um, called Band Devices, and it's just gorgeous work. Uh, there's also another show at the Underground Museum. May he rest Noah Davis show. If you mm-hmm. come, we have to see that. There's also the. Um, I think it's temporary, but the Tupac Museum, there's that. There's a lot. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of stuff happening for us coloreds in LA. You're not colored. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Next time you come, um, but we have definitely digressed. Um, I miss you and I love you, and um, we'll have a proper catch up soon and until next time y'all thank you for being here and listening until next time i'm gonna try to do one more show maybe about black fashion or black designers and stylists uh before we close out the month um but until next time i say peace
0: peace and blessings bye bye